Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. All right, everybody. It's the Working Fans Comedy Cast. The man they call Dave is here with the guy you know from the combat cast, Mr. Chevy. Chevy's here with comedy today, bringing hey. the funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking parody, spoof movies. You know, just to give examples that we're talking about, movies like Austin Powers, Monty Python, Blazing Saddles, which I'm sure we're going to see a lot of those films I just mentioned. You a big fan of this genre? Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. one of my favorite. It was very hard to do a list. I could oh, okay. have done a list of 10, you know, to cut it down to five was tough. All right. If you want to throw an audible mention in there, we'll let it slide. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, since me and you are doing this kind of last minute, usually I'll give a bunch of those to Joe, but I'm so unorganized. So <laughs> I'm going to hit you like we've been doing the combat cast with a bunch of lists. I have a little more this time because people love comedy. And you just tell me what you think about some of these people. All right. My buddy Rob, you know him. He's, sure do. <laughs> he's got Austin Powers, Naked Gun, Top Secret. I'll have to look that up. Blazing Saddles. And Spaceballs. Do you know about Top Secret? Not too, I don't think I've Never heard of it. No, no, I'm curious. I should have done my research on that. Austin Powers. I like Austin Powers. I thought those were really good. Naked Gun. Were you a fan of Naked Gun? Oh, yeah. What's that actor's name? Leslie. Leslie Nielsen. Leslie. He's great. Yeah. yeah uh, big fan of him. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, these are some really good films. I'm sure we're going to see Blazing Saddles and Spaceballs. I would be it. shocked if that was on almost all the lists. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and uh, Blazing Saddles, too. Like, talk about a movie you won't be able to do. Oh, never, 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 never. No, never absolutely again. not. In fact, all right, Jesse from New Hampshire's got a list, and we're going to kick things off with Blazing Saddles. Major League, that's a pretty good one. I wasn't a huge baseball fan, but I like that movie. Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, mm-hmm. and then Tropic Thunder. That's a good one, too. I didn't think about that. A little more that's turn. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Meaning Probably of life better. instead of Holy Grail. In- interesting choice. Wonder how many more of those we'll see. I bet you not. I don't think that. I mean, I, I like it, but I think that uh, unless I missed one here, but Tropic Thunder, that might be the only one that made the list too. But I thought Robert Downey Jr. was just excellent, along with Tom Cruise too. A lot of people just were really good. Yeah, Tom Cruise is so funny that at the end when he's just dancing, like the ver- like the credits are running or whatever. So oh, good. God. Yeah, he's and it's like I remember this girl I was dating at the time. Like, we're watching this in the movie theater, and I remember, like, I put it together, because I'm, like, looking at it, I'm listening to that fucking voice, I'm like, why do I know it? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, that's Tom Cruise. Yeah. And she's like, no. And then she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> it was the same way. I was watching it with my wife, yeah, and she was like, I was like, that's Tom Cruise. She's like, no, it's not. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey also was great in that, too, when he shows up and he's got his TV, TiVo, and he throws it up in a box of rocket. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> the best. All right, we got Scott from Violentown. No relation to Carney Asada. He's on here. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Airplane. This is Spinal Tap. Blazing Saddles. Young Frankenstein. And I had a little discussion with him before this about showing him some lists to get some ideas. And he said, I'm surprised Spaceballs couldn't make the top five, but I'm giving an honorable mention to Don't Be a Menace. Oh, he's going to give Spaceballs an honorable mention. Mm. But he also said well, he's going to go with Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood, yeah. <laughs> which is also another good one under the radar I didn't think about. Yeah, I didn't think about that one either. Was that, that's I'll, a good list, though. Yeah, I like the scene, too, where they're like pulling out random guns and then one guy's got like a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a <laughs> So good. My buddy Zach St. John sent us a list. He's got Airplane as well, Naked Gun. Hot Shots, Spaceballs, and This is the End. Is that a Mel Brooks film, you know? No, This is the End is a movie with Simon Pegg and, and Nick Frost, I think. Or, yes. no, that's the uh, End of the World one. This is the End oh. is the one, it's a, like a Seth Rogen movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My, yeah. Michael, Sa- Michael Sarah is great in that one. Don't they play themselves in a lot of the parts, Yeah, too? they're playing themselves, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I like the concept. All right, we got my man Cran. He's not just bringing combat. He's bringing comedy this week. He's got Spaceballs, Blazing Saddles, Shaun of the Dead, Scary Movie 3, and Hot Fuzz. So he's a big fan of those Simon Pegg films. I feel like they made two of them there. Yeah. It's a good list. It's a good list. Yeah. Nothing I mean, super weird from Cran. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think that uh, he would have most definitely had something strange. We got Randy Osga. He's got The Naked Gun as well. Spaceballs, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and Airplane. So Leslie Nielsen's got a lot of votes here for Airplane. Yeah, that's his genre for sure. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I thought Naked Gun would be, I mean, I know they were, but I thought, but then I'm looking at my next list here, Michael Caldwell, and he's got Scary Movie, Naked Gun, 33 and a third, <laughs> which I forgot that was the sequel. Yep. Not another teen movie. I forgot about that one. Spaceballs and Men in Tights also makes this list. You're in a lot um, of Spaceballs. Yeah, I feel like that's going to have to be our finals already there. 
Pizza the Hut. <laughs> I have Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Blazing Saddles, Scary Movie, Robin Hood Men in Tights. And like Rob, I also had Austin Powers. I was just really a fan of that genre at the time. I really just loved the whole kind of making fun of the James Bond genre <laughs> films, which I love, but it was just really good stuff. So what do you got for a list here? All right, I have Young Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. So those ones were tough to distinguish because I'm a huge fan of both of them. Spaceballs, and then I have an honorable mention of Dracula Dead and Loving It, another mm. Leslie Nielsen movie. Dracula Dead and Loving It. How many parody movies has Leslie Nielsen done? Let's just kind of top my head. Like Naked Gun, the two, there's two of them. Yep. Airplane. There was two of those too, right? At least, yep. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And then the Dracula movie you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So that's five parody movies right there. Wow. Talk about a guy who really just had that genre down. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of lists here. A lot of people that gave us the same movies. I feel like Spaceballs was one we definitely have to put on there. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. And man, I don't know. Do we want to give it to Monty Python? I feel like that movie came up a lot because, the, like, the Leslie Nielsen films came up a lot, but they almost kind of like everybody had a different Leslie Nielsen film almost. I'd say either that or, I mean, Airplane was was talked about a lot too. It was. Lists, so. Yeah. I'm, yeah okay. I'm okay with Monty Python. Holy yeah, Grail. Monty Python, Holy Grail. I mean, that's a movie they played for me in school. I don't know why, but yeah. they did. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> school was different back then. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so we got Monty Python, Holy Grail, Spaceball, and Blazing Saddles. Man, talk about a tough list to kick out. I really love Blazing Saddles. Like, my buddy Rob, who you've had not the best interaction with before, <laughs> maybe this will put a little positive light on him. This is a little joke he would do. Yeah, now this is obviously, he was going back to school, like he's in college, this is like the early 2000s. So I remember he had, he was telling me, so he had like this really big laptop and he had like in a big case. And so that was like his own desk and he was like just a few people around him. And he'd always do this. I'd love to see, I don't know why, but he'd tell me about it. And I know, if you know Rob, you know he would do this. He would always take out the laptop and he'd always go, excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's excellent. (laughs) That point I knew me and him would be friends. That's a great movie. And I don't know, who do you want to boot off first? Maybe you want to boot off Blazing Saddles. It's it's all great movies. That's very hard. I'm going to say we keep both the Mel Brooks movies in. Okay. We, We give Monty Python the boot as hard as it is. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't have a problem with that. Actually, it's funny. I was talking to Rob's wife the other day. She was saying something about how she loves English comedies, too. And they were big. But I think in this case, as great as they are, like, do you think Mel Brooks... This is like, Mel, again, we're talking about Leslie Nielsen being a great actor for this. Like, Mel Brooks, like, you know, as far as a guy who, like, wrote these scripts and stuff like that. Like, he had... Yeah, and directed them and yeah. starred in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely was the, was the man for this genre. I'm going to say, oh, man, you know, you can go either way. I I like Blazing Saddles. I know you might be a Spaceballs. A lot of people are a Spaceballs guy, but I'm a Blazing Saddles guy. Again, totally inappropriate movie, folks. I'm not telling you that. <laughs> but it's just, I think the chemistry... I'm blanking out on the uh, main actor's name. Was it Cleavon Little, maybe? I'm awful um, with the actor names. Let's see. I'm going to look this up real quick. Because it was his chemistry with... Oh, God. Fuck. Uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> Gene... Uh, Gene Wilder. Gene you. Wilder, yes. 
Uh, yeah, Cleavon Little was his name. Yeah, but his his chemistry with just everybody in this film, like mm-hmm. he's just great. Yeah, he is. He was tremendous in this, and yeah, him and him and Gene Wilder and this Mongo <laughs> punching out the horse. Oh. <laughs> yeah, all good stuff. So, all right, so we're gonna go with Boys and Saddles. That's gonna be our pick, Chevy. I don't know, man. What do you think? You kind of uh, first time in the comments. Do you have any? Uh, list you'd like to see us do maybe we haven't done yet hmm uh, i don't know list. yeah i don't know off the top of my head but there's you know it's a wide genre of things so i'm sure we can figure next thing out shouldn't be too hard yeah i almost think we could almost do just something off of this list like we could be like top five you know leslie nielsen films or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know he's got he's got a list but yeah i think that's gonna do it for this week folks those are your uh Top five parody spoof films. We like uh, Blazing Saddles. Tell us why we got it wrong or why we got it right. We're out. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram, And if you want to email them, go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality t-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light year. It's better than our first one. Also, it divides the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Fans, welcome back for the rest of the Working Fans Podcast. And this week, I have not yet edited the comedy cast 531. So, Dave, why don't you tell me real quick why you chose parody movies this week? And what do you consider a parody movie? Because I was putting down my own list. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I wonder if any of these maybe even got considered. So I don't know if he's going to remember this, but actually Scott from Voluntown had uh, mentioned me some list a while back. And this was one of the things he was interested in doing. So that's where I pulled this from. It's funny, too. Chevy was a big fan of parody movies. And, you know, there was some movies there I liked. But I got to be honest, I'm not a huge parody movie. I guess maybe because, like, when I think about it, like, all right. Naked Gun, Airplane, right? Some of those movies, they're fine, but there was nothing like, I'm not a big slapstick guy, I guess. You know, and I think that's what most of these movies are. However, I was a big fan of Blazing Saddles. I thought that I was going to bring it up. Yeah. It was the winner, by the way. I guess we can say that now for this is going to end. We picked ways up. But I mean, also like Spaceballs, you know, that's another good one, right? But but then it's funny. You ask, like, what's a parody? Because I noticed, like, another friend of mine picked like, picked, like, Austin Power. And I was like, I didn't think about that. But, you know, like, it was parody. No shit. You froze up there. I believe what um. I was saying was it was parody slash spoof movie. And so, I mean, Austin Powers would be a spoof off of all your spy movies, right? And See, but is a parody not a spoof? I guess it is, right? Like, you know, I mean, because... Well, here, I'll the... give you my list, and then I'll kind of give you my thought behind what I was thinking. Yeah, a parody slash parody spoof movie. is the same thing, but go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So I had Spaceballs, yeah. Blazing Saddles, This Is Spinal Tap, Run, Ronnie, Run, and A Mighty Wind. 
And then my, I had to throw the Jake rule into effect. I had to do a couple honorable mentions. I did Young Frankenstein mm -hmm. and Not Another Teen Movie. And when I hit Not Another Teen Movie, that's where I was thinking, like, what is a parody? Because Spaceballs directly parodied Star, Star Wars. Wars. Blazing Saddles was just a comedy take on the West. So that, I was like, that's got to be in there. Because when I was writing down subjects, one of my things was Mel Brooks movies because I think he did some of the best parody slash spoof movies. I think he owned it. Like, really. Like, he's the guy I think of when I think of, like, people that are involved in, like, parody slash spoof movies. Like, Mel Brooks. So like you've never guy. seen the Christopher Guest spoof movies? Anything like A Mighty Win, Best in Show? He used a lot of SCTV people, mm -hmm. a lot of... A lot of good actors, like Eugene Levy will be in a lot yeah, of yeah. stuff, Catherine O'Hara. I know what so Best in Show is, but I've never seen it. Okay, so when I think spoof, I think, or when I think spoof parody, I think like Mel Brooks, Christopher Guest, those were the two big name actors that came up for me. Would Austin Powers be in there? Austin Powers. Sure. I had the Austin Powers franchise on my list here, as mm -hmm. well as the Scary Movie franchise. Sure. Things like Get Hard that oh, with Will, Will uh, Ferrell produced. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck movie are you talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> there was that Kung Pao movie from a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Parody the Kung Fu movie. Man, <laughs> I'm surprised my boy Rob didn't have that on his list. He must have slipped his mind. He fucking loves Kung Pao, too. Well, see, when you think parodies, certain things are going to jump to mind. And some people might question, like, what exactly is a parody? They might go for... Like the Naked Gun, you know, I'm trying to think maybe Spaceball, something that guess, directly parodies something. Yeah, Austin some Powers, I would argue, parodies 007. Yeah, no, that's what I think. Spy movies in general. Yeah, and when you think of spy movies, what do you think of? James Bond, right? James but what was that? James Bond, the most famous. And yeah. he has, in fact, also been spoofed in the original Casino Royale. It had like a little Woody Allen, a little, can't think of the dude. If we had AJ here right now, he'd be spitting out all those old actors' names. Oh, yeah, but he'd love it, man. He'd be hard as fuck. <laughs> he'd be yelling at his phone six months down the line when he discovers this episode. He'd be like, call the boner police. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, you're going to use that line. So, yeah, you know what's funny, too, is I guess, but it's funny, right? Because, like, all right, so Airplane, Naked Gun, and I would say movies like Hot Shots. And yeah. even to a certain extent, not another team. Maybe scary. Maybe some scary movie too. But there's slapstick a lot too, right? A lot of these parody movies. There's some slapstick in there, but like those movies I mentioned, I think slapstick. A lot of it. All right. I mean, I think just like stupid gags a lot of the time. There, mm -hmm. there's a degree of slapstick in there, but I'm. Mm -hmm. God, I haven't heard slapstick applied to something since like vaudeville. Bringing it back, baby. <laughs> Shout out to AJ. He would appreciate the reference. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey. some Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Lady. Right? Yeah, see, like I would think about that with slapstick. I see, I don't watch a ton of parody movies. Like, I mean, outside of like the Mel Brooks films, I could watch mm -hmm. those over and over. Spinal Tap, I've watched time and time again. Run Ronnie Run was an early parody of reality TV, especially cops. And done through the lens of Bob Odenkirk and Dave from Mr. Show. David Interesting. Cross. Interesting. Oh, it's a hilarious movie. 
I almost want to look this up while we're talking here real quick. Run, Ronnie, run, huh? That sounds like very familiar to me. What, when did that come out? Do you know? That is a good question. I would say mid 2000s, early 2000s. Okay. 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 So this guy, this is what I was thinking. Is this guy a character in one of the red hot chili pepper, pepper videos? That's a good question. Maybe David Cross is an actor, so I could see him appearing in one, but I mean, that's just him in a wig and okay, okay, looking okay. all silly, but it is a good movie. And it was like, I love the parody that it had on that reality TV, almost TV salesman culture where they find a they find something they can exploit for a show and then they make all the money out of it they can forgive me for distracted for a minute i thought i was getting a business call it turns out it was bullshit so <laughs> so for the people who are watching this that's why my eyes <laughs> i saw i saw the area code of one of my stores that i looked at i'm like what the fuck do they want <laughs> i'm trying to do comedy here bitch <laughs> don't get me sad now, give me a quick rundown. What kind of parody movies did Chevy enjoy? Oh, Chevy, my man. He was a big Blazing Saddles guy. He was a big Spaceball guy. I'm trying to remember, like, some of the other ones he liked. You know, we, we did this, obviously, earlier in the week, and my mind ain't shit now. But, I mean, I'll tell you some movies that stuck out to me a little bit, too. Was, like, Scott from Voluntown. He might have been the only one with this, but I thought it was a great one. It was, uh, Don't Be a Men Menace to South Central while Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. And, oh, yeah, that was an awesome one. That came out right around the time In Living Color, the Wayans brothers were mm -hmm. blowing up. And, yeah, when that came out, I was like, oh, shit, I'll watch this. Yeah, you know. I, we thought, too, more people were going to have Monty Python and the Holy Grail, you know. but See, I would have included it. I didn't even put it on my list of topics here because, well, it is a parody of the King Arthur thing. I should have thought of that. See, I think when you say parody movie, sometimes – I don't know. I find sometimes even with our five, three ones, they're like, what do they mean when they act that? And like mm -hmm. parody movies should be pretty straight up, but like Monty Python, that I'm kind of a little sad. I don't have it on there. I'm trying to come up with a good excuse for why it could be looked over, but it's one of my all time favorite movies. I've watched it countless amounts of times. I don't know how it's not on there. Now, one of the people who wrote in this was Cran. He had Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead on his list. And uh, what do you think about those movies there? Those, those yeah, the, the modern take on the parody, parody zombie movies. Mm -hmm. I think it works. I think it's, I think it just depends where your comedy sensibilities are. Because, like, I own those movies. Wouldn't have even thought of them as a parody movie. Mm -hmm. By the way, we're doing this the day after I went to go see the movie Snake Eyes. So a review of that film. It sucked. Don't see it. <laughs> Little sidebar. <laughs> now, God, you threw me off my case. Now, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead, I guess, maybe with parody movies, are you thinking more a little about silliness rather than slapstick? Uh, I mean, silliness and slapstick are the same thing. Well, they're not no, the same. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me like back up. Let me back up. Like, Slapstick's more of a physical comedy, but it's silly. It is, but like, some of the gags in some of these movies are silly. Like Blazing Saddles has plenty of Yeah, you punched out the horse. That's funny, yeah. though. I like that. <laughs> As opposed to like severely racist moments. But when you it look does. at who had a hand in writing it, mm -hmm. I think the jokes become – they make a lot more sense when you realize Richard Pryor had a part in that. 
That's pretty cool. Whatever happened to Cleveland Little anyway? Does anyone know? I might look this up earlier to an episode, but I no uh, idea. He died or not. Anyway. RIP Cleveland if you're done, man. If, if you're done, if you're done. If you're not done, shout out to you. Come on the work if we want to talk to you. Find out what you get up to. Marquis Post has passed away, by the way, from uh, Night Court fame. Another sidebar has nothing to do with the show, but me and Scott. I know, I was gonna say that's out. funny as fuck. No. <laughs> that's just fuck it. Let's throw some few random things out here. What about the fact I did an interview on the wrestling podcast a few weeks ago and you took for an outtake at the cold open? I got a great story. 9-11, and then you cut it off instead of letting the guy talk. That's what we call a cold open because when you hear that in the beginning, <laughs> you want to go, okay, what's this 9-11 story? Mm-hmm. And then, spoiler alert for nobody that's heard it, when it gets to the episode, he goes, he did that funny story, 9-11-2013. Right. And, like, I laughed my ass off when he said 2013. Or, no, it was 2003, because I think it was two years later. After, yeah. And just the way he said it, I'm like, that is beautiful delivery. And then this week's total open will be Marky Post passed away. Funny as fuck. <laughs> Shout out! You might have just rest, given me an idea. Rest in peace. But yeah, <laughs> Night Court was a show that a lot of us grew up on. It, it had some slapstick. Segway. I wasn't really planning it, but it you want to get this slapstick over? You're like, I'm gonna get this through. Yeah, man, Harry uh, Anderson. I think that was his name. He had a uh, meeting. Yeah, yeah, he did some funny slapstick. Love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. By the way, I just want to throw this out here, like. You know, we're added to the parody segment, which makes sense. But I did want to talk about the new Ghostbuster trailers that come out. And I know you didn't take the two, three minutes out of your day to watch it. So I just wanted to say we should check that out sometimes. People, that was funny. The movie, like the trailer was so good after the last debacle. And no offense, it wasn't because they were all women, but it was just awful. That I was like, I'll never want to see another Ghostbusters film again. But I saw this trailer. Looks fucking good. Made me want to see now, it. Now, have they gone, they've gone back to guys then, I take it? It's more like there's some kids involved in this. Some are older, some are a little younger. And they're playing up to the old Ghostbusters, too. Like, you're seeing the old commercials. And then you're hearing a phone call. And it looks like they might have been, like, one of them might be the grandkids of, like, Egon or something. Not really sure what's going on. And oh, they got some distinctive features? Yeah. What? No, just there's a hit there. There's a phone <laughs> yeah. call. Right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then Paul Rudd's in this too, by the way. So, I mean, I always love Paul Rudd and stuff. So, I don't know. He it does equal good. comedy gold a lot of the time. It does, yeah. I would just I would just check out the trailer. You know, you tell me what you think when you get to it. You fuck. Okay. <laughs> so, what are they trying? Now, I, they're trying to be referential to the first one. And I think, like, the farther you move away from those original ones, the harder a time people are going to have getting into it for whatever reason. Like yeah. for a lot of people, Ghostbusters is pretty sacred and it's like changing up that formula. They're like, well, man, why are you making my Ghostbusters women? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I didn't care about that, but the movie just didn't come out funny to me. It came off kind of like rush. I don't know. Like, I didn't watch it, but because it looked you hate like me? more of a younger movie. You know, mm. like it was made for kids. Yeah. I love what I liked about the original one is there was a definite degree of scariness to it. Mm. Like the ghost looked scary. They did some amazing effects. And like to me, those first two set such a high bar. It's like if I'm gonna watch another Ghostbusters one, I'd like to see a modern take on that original like 
gritty scariness that they had to it. Yeah, this one, I mean, it looks like they are moved to, like, some town or something, and, you know, there's going to be some ghosts and stuff happening under this vault kind of thing, similar, and, you know, there's some, like, nerdy kids who have trouble getting along, and they're, like, all coming together, but then, like I said, there's, you're seeing hints of the past and everything. It- all right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 